Hello, this is Editor Waffles from the presence. Ooh, editing in real time. Uh, this episode uh, was was great. Was absolutely amazing. Unfortunately, at the the very very end, as we're trying to wrap things up, I suffered massive internet failure, uh, which happens. Uh, we live in a, the the modern age, but things aren't perfect. So, at the end, my audio just cuts off. Uh, and Micah and Jaysha, the professionals that they are, carry on as best they can. And so, I I was debating editing it out or editing around it. And I thought, you know what? Real life is chaotic, and sometimes that chaotic is comedy gold. And so I am just going to leave this episode as is, unedited, because I think it is perfect just the way it is, very similar to the film that we are discussing. So uh, for your amusement, and because I have to get an episode out this week, Please enjoy Podzilla Saves Christmas. You're listening to Whamtask, the only podcast on the internet that takes comedy seriously. Thanks for listening to Whamtask. Hey, hey, and welcome back to Waffles with Kaiju Reviews with me, your host Waffles, and I'm going to review some Kaijus today. Now, this is a big one, folks. We've been going through the holiday series. Last episode, we were talking about Angiris's Bar Mitzvah and, and just how, just what a, a stunningly emotional film that was. Uh, but it's time for the big one. That's right. This time we are reviewing Godzilla Saves Christmas. Now this is such a big film that I could not review it on my own so I've invited the just stunningly fantastic wonderful lads from Podzilla that just are experts in everything kaiju. I'm sure you guys will be reviewing this film at some stage on your own podcast Um, but welcome Micah and Jaysha. What did you think of the movie? Waffles. First off, pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's so um, good to be here. We've been on what well, we've been on like in one Whamtad episode in the past. You've you've lent I your voices so. very expertly. We've lent yes. voices, but we've uh, never been on Waffles Kaiju review before. So no, this is like no, big no. We've had glimpses and teasers over the past good year of our podcast. Yeah. Um, but it's finally a pleasure to make it make our way to your podcast. I mean, it, it's always very awkward in these situations, but like Kaiju Review does, of course, have, you know, millions of downloads a month, whereas like Godzilla's <laughs> yeah, a bit yeah. more sort of smaller and independent in scale. But You have a niche this, crowd. You have a, a, a niche crowd, whereas like, so you guys review like Godzilla adjacent media, where of course Kaiju, you know, Kaiju is just much more of a broader appeal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hardly crosses over to be honest not no yeah. like is is godzilla even even a kaiju like it's a hotly debated topic <laughs> yeah. i won't i don't want to get into it here but um yeah, yeah. it's a bit of a wider <laughs> issue but to be honest i was shocked when you reached out to us to do a episode on these movies because i had never heard of these I'd, I'd like to think when we started off like planning podzilla i put a bit of a list together and i'd like to think that i got everything Godzilla and Godzilla adjacent on that list. And we've been following that list, but as time's gone on, I have just realized the amount of stuff we've completely missed. And it's almost weird for us to like, go back and do things we've missed out on when we've been doing it in order of release date. So I was shocked to find that these existed. Oh yeah. They, you could tell Toho tried to bury these. Like, so the story of how I found these, I had to fly all the way, all the way to Japan. Uh, go to the the Toho office. Did you really? Yeah. Um. You know, just went over there for a holiday sort of thing, touring. I like kaiju media. Toho does good kaiju work. <laughs> go to Tojo. I'm on. You know, doing the tour of the, like kaiju. Uh, you know, all the you see the sets, you see the costumes. 
Oh, that's so cool. We were on the tour. Tour guide is, you know, saying, well, you know, here's the vault with, uh, you know, all the original prints of the films and things like that. And so I think, oh, you know, decide to, you know, slip away. So oh, just go to the bathroom. So, you know, just sneak out. You didn't. Steal a lanyard, look official, go into the into the Toho vaults, going through there, sorting out like all the all the different movies, some of the more Gosh. obscure stuff. And then, of course, we come across this this filing cabinet. Look inside the filing cabinet, and there it is. The only ever released in Japan for the holidays, a holiday series from like spanning like sixty four all the way to seventy eight. God, you know. And Garrus's bum, that's for Godzilla Saves Christmas, Rodan yeah. versus the Easter Bunny, uh, you know, King Ghidorah learns the meaning of Kwanzaa, you know, oh, all of wild. these amazing, amazing films. So, of course, I, you know, smuggle them back to New Zealand and I've just been watching them and reviewing them on the on the show. I have, of course, gotten multiple cease and desist letters from, from Toho, but my lawyers are taking care of that. This is all above board, legitimately, and fine. I sent you guys a copy of Godzilla Saves Christmas. I, yeah, I was, off. I was what, wondering I was wondering why you actually sent us like full on 70 millimeter uh like film rolls of these. But it makes more sense knowing that there was literally <laughs> yeah. no other alternative. I was expecting like an archive.org link or something, but when these showed up, uh, these aren't even on like Wikizilla or Gojipedia. These are just completely omitted from. No, but they, they will be eventually. Like this is part of their campaign is to get Toho to realize that people want to actually watch oh, awesome. their films. Yeah, like, yeah. They, yeah. they tried to bury these but like as we will discuss like this they deserve is, to be shown they deserve to be shown people deserve these are some to of, see them these are some of the best parts of kaiju history yes. and we've covered like half human right which is a toho kaiju movie about sasquatch and that's another one that they've just completely taken you can't find that anywhere legally it only had like a vhs release um or it's been re-uploaded onto archive thankfully but it's just crazy to think that what else is out there these movies obviously existed what else have they tried to hide? No. So, for the the good people at home that are probably wondering, like, so, so what is what is the plot? Could you give us a a good brief synopsis of Godzilla Saves Christmas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I hopefully I do a good job. Mikey usually does these, but <clears throat> let's give it a go. I believe in you. You got this. On on the lead up to the festive season the zillions suddenly set their sights onto planet earth and decide to send a different monster to a new country every single day for 12 days first king Ghidorah is loosed upon tokyo then gigan appears in new york megalon in france meguma in russia until 12 monsters are unleashed to destroy cities without any resistance the reason they met with no resistance? Monster Island has gotten so cold and is completely frozen over, leaving all of Earth's protectors to hibernate. Anyway, long story short, I'm sure we'll get into the details. I wanted to omit a couple of those 12 monsters because there's a lot of surprises in there. But um, our two toy maker protagonists managed to build a strong enough Mesa cannon to defrost the island and eventually they free godzilla mothra manila and garris all of their friends and it kind of leaves them one night all of the monster island buddies it leaves them one night christmas eve to defeat all 12 monsters of the zillions and to save christmas beautifully done just thank I, you i could not have done a better job myself just there's a lot in this movie. I was There's struggling a, this to movie like... is packed. <laughs> and it's a mm-hmm. solid 90 minutes as well. Like they I know. They oh. crammed it in here. Yeah. Where do we want to start with this? Because oh. I feel like logically we should just go from from day number one. Yes. Yeah. The reign of King Ghidorah. So where yeah. where was this first one set? So, yeah, King Ghidorah is loosed upon Tokyo um, at the pr- the very start of the movie by the Zillions. Classic. Uh, Starts off like your straight-A straight a Japanese monster flick here. Yep. Just Yeah. No messing about. Getting into it. First scene. You see the Zillion ship. You think, oh, this is interesting. You see 
King Ghidorah coming out. You're like, oh, starting strong. In Tokyo, you're thinking, oh, somebody's got to stop this. And then the destruction just keeps going. And then that 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 shot to Monster Island just frozen over. I know. And suddenly there's like, oh wow. It's so polarizing. These these are the stakes. Like, what are we like King Ghidorah's loose and there's just no heroes? And then suddenly just another monster and another monster and another monster. And I think somebody's got to do something about it. And then just cutting to the North Pole, seeing Santa's I know. workshop, seeing the elves. I know. And I know. Like, wow, where's elf this Elf protagonists. Going? I elf know. Like, usually, usually um, I mean, this is probably a hot take. It's probably what you're going to say, Waffles, but usually the, the human storylines aren't the ones that I connect to the most when it comes to like Godzilla movies, kaiju movies. But I think it was a very clever spin to like focus on elves and oh, it just yes. made the whole movie so much more festive. Mm-hmm, I, I just mm-hmm. love the the look of like elves, Santa, snow. And I, I just loved every time we kind of cut to them, figuring out their plans, coming up with the blueprints for this new invention. Um, I thought it was great. Well, to, to get into a bit of the controversy of this film, how did you guys feel about the choice to have suitmation for all the kaiju, but having Rankin Bass do claymation for the elves and Santa? I... Look, look, I I know that across Godzilla and Kaiju history, there have been so many different forms of media. Um, and a lot of the times when you think of like crossovers between different styles, you usually think of animation and live action. I I just adore this. I adore it so much. And seeing like our leading elf, Rudolph, those scenes where he interacts with some of the suitmation monsters here, it's some of the best VFX work I've ever seen in any movie, let alone one that ma- manages to merge two entirely different styles that aren't usually seen together. Oh, it's stunning. It's just, I, I have no idea how they pulled it off. I, I want to talk to, you know, to the animators, to, to the production team, because like they deserve awards for this work. Mm. Like just, I, I don't even think people could, even with CGI, pull off what they were doing with, with suitmation and claymation. It's just, oh, brilliant stuff this was probably the main reason why i was so surprised that this movie was shunned and tried tried to hide away because i feel like if toho brought this out into the light it would have just won won oscars golden globes all across the board yeah like it, it was too much of a home run for them to let them uh, let it loose into the world well i think the other side of the coin coin right you got all the great like claymation stop motion stuff that is just like outside of their warehouse they're trying something new mm. but then a lot of the monster fights, and I guess it's clever for them to do this. I've done it before. A lot of the monster fights are reused footage. There's so much of it in this movie. Like, King Ghidorah shows up, reused footage from all his movies. Hey, Gigan's here, reused footage. And there's a few new scenes. The costumes are looking a bit poor at this point. Um, but I think that was the main, like, bummer for me was that, hey, there's a new Godzilla movie. It's about Christmas. It's another clip show. It- I, I I would I will say it, the the Egypt scene focusing on Scala Turtle using entirely yeah, we didn't reused talk footage. About him. Mm. Like to be fair, this is a great five minute segment, and if you hadn't watched any of the previous movies he starred in, it it can stand on its own legs. But considering that he only has appeared in like less than five seconds of footage in previous movies, it was an interesting idea for it. It didn't really work, but it was cool to see him again. Yeah, like they they were bringing back they like some critics from the time they're going back and and like reading these reviews of when this was first aired in 1978 Christmas in Japan. Like reading the reviews in the in the local papers, like there was a, a lot of people saying that uh, they were like really scraping the barrel in terms of ideas and bringing back. Uh, kaiju uh, there's yeah. like a lot of discussion I so can't believe we haven't mentioned this earlier what did you think of the new kaiju Doug human that was just like a really big <laughs> kind of schlubby guy that was weirdly enough yeah. attacking Sydney yeah uh, <laughs> that I mean again they're trying stuff new and I can't really be angry at them for it but it was weird it was weird. Did work with claymation. 
like best choice of the medium for him though it really conveyed like just how blobby he was and some of his projectile attacks onto the cities here having them That's fully just, it's fully gross. covered to each look to each their own to me There's this no is way you didn't find this gross uh, you know, no i didn't this is this is peak cinema to me okay Doug okay. Human might be up there in my favorite. Because what year, what year was this made? This was uh, made 77, released 78. 78. Um, considering all the other kaiju in, in the year 78, Doug Human might actually be my number one. <laughs> You're joking me, right? I can't believe this. No. This and, is a and joke. Getting young Danny DeVito as the suit actor for him. I don't know it, it added an extra layer to the film for me. It, it was it was really interesting uh, looking at the IMDb, seeing like it's it weird because you look at Danny DeVito's IMDb like there's just this weird note of like played Doug Human, no other information about it, but like it you got to dig for it. Doesn't it's, link it's, to it, any movie. Doesn't link to any movie, but like. Danny DeVito as Doug Human, seventy eight. I yeah, I, I don't know what you guys are on about. I, I thought it was terrible. I, I hated it, and I I'm all for yeah, new Godzilla movie. But when they fill it up with trash, I didn't even like the Grinch coming in as the twelfth monster. I like I cannot believe. I didn't even know how the Grinch showed up. Like the Grinch who stole Christmas, it's, it wasn't Jim Carrey. I don't know who this guy was. Like that hadn't came out. I didn't know. Was the Grinch huge in Japan for them to make him like the final kaiju? Like, there's there's a movement in Japan of of Grinch fans. Um, Is it really? But like, what what I found really interesting was when all the other kaiju, like Godzilla and Garrus Rodan, all them, yeah, when they're all like fighting. And then you see that nobody's fighting the Grinch. The Grinch is like sneaking off. I know. And then suddenly the Colonel just shows up with a bucket of chicken. Yeah. And feeds uh, the yes, Grinch a, yes. a family pack. And the Grinch's heart grows three sizes because never before had anybody shown them such generosity. Like that, I, I think, was really like the cross promotion just like inspired yeah but like, that's what i'm talking about like i usually love the wacky fun i mean i say charming a lot and this movie started off being very charming all the christmas stuff all the stuff at the north pole i loved it the elves like playing around with santa um i thought it was great and then it just turns into a clip show and i actually i don't i don't know if i believe your story that you got this from toho because this feels more like some sort of wacky almost like cut together fan film because i don't think that doug human footage that didn't that didn't look the same that wasn't shot on the same kind of and then i don't know where this grinch footage came from but it was a terrible costume and i refuse to believe that toho would be behind this no no because the, the connective tissue is there though because i doubt there was any proper vfx in those scenes where you know after the grinch's heart has grown three sizes he finally decides to save the day by taking up all these kaiju and popping them in his big sack, picking up Doug Human and hiding him away, bringing all these other kaiju and bringing them back to the island and helping to defrost it there. You, I Look, it rivals even today's CGI and effects. Look, so I can't I, believe this. Are you accusing me of getting a whole bunch of my friends together, working through several weekends trying to compile costumes you know downloading uh, after effects teaching myself how to code and edit uh, writing a whole script casting it shooting learning claymation uh, stealing rankin bass footage no no you know, we're not filling... yeah cuz cuz that, that we're not accusing too you too much work we're, well, like... we're not we're not accusing you no Right, I can I can I can show you the Toho letters. I can show you. No, we, we, look, we we believe you. This movie stands on its own two feet. This, 
Because I'm I'm in in the in a cabin in the middle of the woods hiding from Interpol recording this right now through like multiple <sighs> levels of encryption to keep my data safe. I for one I... appreciate all the work that you've put into into bringing this to us and to trying I to was, bring this into the world. I was wondering why the Adobe logo showed up at the very end in the bottom corner. Are you saying that? I'm not saying that. I'm saying this film genuinely came from the okay. Toho secret basement. Right. Now, this thing, basement. Toho will deny it. And the yeah, more that right. they deny this film exists, the more it just proves that they don't want this film getting out to the masses. And I think what we need to do is just keep pushing Toho for a wider release of Godzilla Saves Christmas. Wait, uh, sorry. I feel like I'm a little bit out of the loop. So, look, all cards on the table. I watched this like... It finished like five minutes before coming into this recording. I did miss like the last 10 minutes because I fell asleep. Are you telling me that there was like proper effects and everything and, and watermarks at the end of this film? I stuck around for the credits and at the very bottom, I could have sworn there was like an Adobe, your license has expired. But I no, you I don't know. I've I've seen this film multiple times. I usually watch these films like at least three or four times before reviewing them just to, you know, the first okay. time to get a sense of the film, like right. second time going through with the general plot, third time looking for, uh, you know, little, uh, you know, tidbits and trivia yeah, yeah. things to, to go. And then the fourth time to get like another vibe just to sort of, you know, cleanse and just get, you know, get a sense of the film overall again. So I've, I've seen this film like at least four times and I don't remember seeing any Adobe effects or anything like that. But explain to me, because there's that one shot when Megalon's in France um, destroying the Leaning Tower of Pisa and it's cutting to like the different reactions of people in, in, the, right. in the tower. Yes. I could have sworn it was Kevin McAllister. I could have sworn it was Kevin McAllister with the classic Home Alone face and that didn't come out till the 90s. No, like... Are you saying that all Japanese children look like Kevin McAllister? Because I think uh, that that little that... kid was doing a fantastic job. Are you saying that Home Alone stole stock footage from this movie? Yes. I, 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 um, I, all I'm doing is, it, all I'm, all I'm, guys, all I'm trying to say is that I believe in Wikipedia. I believe in Wikizilla. I swear by my sources, there is nothing about this movie. And I am yet to, I'm yet to, I I still believe you guys are playing a joke on me. I can see it in your eyes, Micah. You're telling me that the, so you trust the fan, the fan made wikis more than somebody who's come from the Toho lot. Look, you've seen, like, I gave you the physical footage. It was on the film. Yeah, I. Like the actual, uh, why would somebody go through all the efforts of like converting the film from right. digital no, you're right. back yeah. into 70 millimeter? Like that would. I'm pretty need, sure that's like, impossible. A, I'm pretty sure like you'd need like specialized equipment for that, which would be like very expensive. And so you'd need to yeah. find the factory in New Zealand that sort of manufactures that, befriend the security guard, and then learn when the security guard's birthday is, and then do a whole big surprise birthday for the security guard and the security guards off at the surprise birthday, but they haven't gotten anybody else to cover the ship because who would dare break into the facility while the security guard, the beloved security guard, uh, Stephen Muffell, uh, you know, and then while it, the whole facility is, is unguarded, uh, you know, you just waltz in there, use the machinery in order to convert all of this digital footage into film and then, you know, walk out with it, and, you know, doing multiple copies so you could send it to, to people as well. And then, of course, you know, having to, you know, reset everything so it doesn't look like somebody's used the machine and then show up to the surprise party with, uh, with a present for, for Steve, everybody's favorite security guard. And, you know, so that way you have an alibi. So if anybody does think, hey, who's used all this machinery in order to convert digital into into film, then clearly it's not, uh, you know, the beloved Kaiju reviewer Waffles, who was very clearly at Steve's surprise party, and everybody will, will tell you that. 
Are you are you saying that that was what what happened? Okay, no, you're right. Yeah, that's 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 preposterous. Okay, yeah, no, never mind. Um, I it's just it's just a wild movie, guys. It's just like I can't believe this thing exists, and it's easier to believe that like you guys made this up, guys. Sorry, is is alright if we end the recording? Probably there. Um, I'm just reading the news now, and it seems like a big film production company in New Zealand has properly burned down due to like rogue birthday candles from a surprise party. Oh, oh yeah, probably not. Yeah, it seems what? quite insensitive to to continue recording while um. Why would that be? Insensitive? Or we could at least like cut that part out. It seems pretty pointed and specific. I I don't know if you've just seen the news muffles. Oh, I'll, ju- I'll just look that up now. It's just like. Oh is... damn! And the... why would that affect our recording? Well, the, and the only casualty was eighty-year-old security guard that was one day away from retirement. Oh, that's that's really sad. That is that is a shame. Yeah, I think we, I think we just I just I'm just time coding that now. I'll, I'll edit that out. We can cut it out. We will cut it. That's no. Just... So sorry, I, I didn't want to. End. We can jump back in. It's all right. It's all right. I mean, if, if you guys are okay to, to I, can I, I mean, keep going after. What are you guys talking about? That's all right. Um, sorry, I I can bring us back in. Um, all right. Uh, talk what about, about the musical number or something like that? Yeah, no, I was going to say. So the big climax of the movie when Jemiram the elf ends up um, confessing her love to the RAF sleigh pilot Arnold. And they have this just huge surprise musical number in the middle of the snowy air flying around Godzilla and the Grinch's heads. Whispering sweet nothings into their air, acting as the angel and the devils on their shoulders. And of course, the the, the scandal of that scene is that she originally was uh, was engaged to Bernard, who was, of course, the, the uh, head reindeer keeper and... Uh, so that the whole sort of scandalous, steamy love affair that was just happening in the background—you just you don't expect it from a movie like this, but just the the real and passion and drama that comes out of that. Just... How about her hitting on Manila? I couldn't stand oh. for that. I mean, I mean, I know he's, I know he's older now, but he's still he's just like a son to me. Like he's, he's know, got a very baby face that's only yeah. gotten even babier as he's grown up. But he's worked out. Like Manila's got abs. He does. He's lost weight. I thought it was a good look. Like, yeah. I think like it, it, you sort of see these kaiju in different forms and like, but fit Manila, like fit Manila. They were going for something there, right? No, I think they, I think they hit. It. Like, I could, I could see why if I, if I was a claymation elf in that movie, I might try a few lines on him as well. Like, yeah, yeah. It was just it's still just so weird to me. But I think the, the my favorite my favorite part was that fight scene, Manila versus Maguma. Both mm. of them ripped. Both of them just going at it in the snow. Uh yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. Now I wanted to ask you guys, so so many musical numbers in this movie. Um, all different styles. What were your favorites? Oh. I, I think that that Anguirus versus Rodan rap battle where it's like not your, your sort of pop rap, but you sort of this really hard hitting sort of gangster rap that must've like just been like developing like out of the streets of like New York and Los Angeles. And it's like very clearly one of these producers or writers or whoever was was a fan of that it was just like the the bars that they were slinging at each other were like rodan is it, oh, man, I, I like rodan even, am i right oh like this thing like i can't even repeat what they're saying on this recording for fear of you know just getting cancelled by the fans they were like throwing shots it was guys it was intense it's the exact same beat as ice ice baby and that's another thing that i just i just can't like this movie has you made someone made this because Ice Ice Baby did not come out in the seventies, and yet it's but Ice like, Ice it's Baby bar, bar, bar. very famously ripped off under pressure, and you know, but it's like, uh, but there's that this little it's not the same. If you listen to it, it's 
like because Ice Spice Baby was like that, ba 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 da ba ba. Whereas like this one, yeah, was like ba 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 da ba ba ba. And so it's like it's that it's reminiscent. I guess it's it. a yeah. yeah reminiscent, but it's like it's playing homage to it. But it's like it's 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 its own. I'd thing. say Ice Ice Baby is paying homage to this. Honestly. I think so. I think that Vanilla Ice or whoever was writing his music for him was like in Japan in in seventy eight during Christmas and watched this film. And it was just like nobody, nobody's going to know that I stole that beat. Yeah. Well, I mean, what? Because I'm sh- assuming I I watched the the reel that you you gave me, and then I linked it onto Micah. I am assuming that you guys had the English dub as well. I'm assuming this is the English dub. Well, because the the first version was in Japanese, and then if you sort of waited long enough, eventually it goes into the English. Because they played ah. it, they famously played it twice. You know. Wait, is this one of those double sided reels? Yeah. Oh. I did not watch the Japanese side, and I was like, "This is weird because again, it's in English. It wouldn't have been that if it came out in the seventies in Japan." No, because they they did it first in in Japanese, and then they dubbed it for like. Because the thing is, in Japan, people don't just speak Japanese; they also speak other languages as well. So there's the yeah, English right, dub. Yeah. If you keep on listening, eventually there's like the Korean dub, there's like a Russian dub, there's the French version. Uh, you know, so no, no, no. I got the French version. I was wondering what. Oh, did, have, did you guys not watch? Did you guys not see the French version? No, no. I, I was, You're I, making I was, this up. I was watching this in in uh, in Mongolian. This no, you guys. This. That's why this, the reel was so thick. And you sort of watch the movie. This was sort of more. I did wonder that. I did wonder that. Oh, that's a shame. I was honestly surprised. The recent news. <clears throat> who made? Who was it? Who directed Oppenheimer? Because they had that big piece about how that film reel was like the largest one to ever exist. Christopher Nolan, yeah. It had not. I was genuinely surprised. It had nothing on this one. No, I think I think that's how Manila got so fit was just lifting the film reel. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't really. I mean, we've skirted around it. What what was, what was your guys like actual favorite monster that made an appearance? Because there was a lot of them. A lot of them we haven't even gone over. What about you, Waffles? Oh, it's... I gotta say, as briefly as they used them, I think just the creative use of Skeleturtle. I think you just yeah. can't... I can't it, overlook yeah. it. Just, like, bringing back a fan favorite and, like, really, really utilizing that character in interesting ways. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to Skeleturtle. It is just a shame that it's reused footage. Like, I would have... I would have loved if they even went out there or did some of the stop motion, like, claymation stuff. I think that lends itself to Skeleturtle so well. Right, but they did. This the thing they did edit a Christmas hat onto him, and I think that yeah, I made guess. all the difference. Yeah. It looked pretty good. It, was pretty it did good. look good. It looked good. Like it I, I want that well. Christmas. Yeah, everyone's Christmas variants. I, I loved. I, I I do think that we should get those like in Battle Line or something. Um, yes, oh, that I would pay money for. Yeah, um, I think you know December. You never know. Yeah, yeah Christmas. Never like, that's the thing. Listen to this. <laughs> if. If Toho and Battleline in December releases the Christmas variants, we'll know. We'll know. Yeah, they're listening. Some, there'll be somebody on the inside watching us. Uh, I know a lot of a lot of people will will hopefully see the the twelfth act of the movie and think it, just how amazing it is. Myself, my favorite was probably the eleventh uh, the eleventh day segment, where surprisingly, I think it was Rogue from the old X Men animated series. Uh, who ended hopping in and I, I forget what country it was in Poland was it Poland it was yeah, Warsaw, it was yeah. going undercover as a Polish officer and 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 trying to help uh Serizawa escape from prison yeah and all was all with reused footage for Serizawa I think it was quite cleverly done how they showed like her back and his front from the movie it was yeah yeah um it look this was the one part of the movie where I thought it the effects did look a little iffy it honestly looked like someone was just standing there wearing a wig trying to look like rogue well, i mean sirizara um, wasn't black and white and rogue was in color so i think there was it was a bit yeah. of that yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah no it, it looks like somebody properly wearing a wig and you could see them like trying to toss their hair and it almost seemed like a little bit of overacting uh 
but it seemed alright. Like the rest of the movie was fantastic. Yeah. Well, what I, about you, Jasha? Who is, is your is your guy? Yeah. Well, I really like what they did with the ninth day. Like it's it's building up, it's building up. Um, you are expecting another kaiju, and then it switches to the like the the like Christmassy village, and Michael Caine walks out as Scrooge, and it's just like he's the he's the villain, I guess, because the the Muppets are so small compared to him and he's kind of a kaiju to them and that's the other thing is this is like this is literally 15 minutes from the muppets christmas carol in this movie as the ninth day that mr humbug song is phenomenal though i know but it's straight out i (laughs) i don't see how you guys aren't grasping that these are just clips from christmas movies edited in no it's it's an original toho production yeah, that I'm well, pretty sure Jim Henson watched and got inspired. So that Toho hired Michael Caine to play Scrooge, and then Jim Henson was just like, "Yes, that is perfect casting," yeah. and then adapted that 15 minute segment into a whole adaptation of Christmas Carol. And Michael Caine reprises his role yes. as Scrooge. Yeah, hmm. I, did, I I gotta say, I love Michael Caine. Can we just talk about him in this? His his accent. Oh, it was great. Oh, just and the fact, like, he learnt all of his lines in phonetic Japanese for this as well. Yeah, just to be redubbed over. Yeah, yeah, and still made it seem like his mouth was talking in like the the classic English way. Yes, oh, so like, good. The, the man is talented. Yeah, but yeah, I, I thought it was clever, like, to take have that take on a kaiju just because he's big in comparison to the Muppets. I thought it yeah. was quite a clever little twist. I will say, shout out to the. It was either the sixth day or the seventh day. Um, but the nice juxtaposition of this movie, how it amps right up and then halfway cuts straight to like a segment of David Attenborough talking about uh, just anglerfish in the ocean. A much needed break from the chaos of this movie. But the that's the setting up for the anglerfish in the very final yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. Where like you think the movie's over, the credits are rolling, and then you see like king Ghidorah's head pop out from under the the water and you're thinking oh no and this light shows up and king Ghidorah's like what's that light and then oh anglerfish comes and just takes out king Ghidorah. i was i was cheering on the edge of my seat because i don't know i don't i don't think many movies put the pieces in place early on like this but it's just so smart. It is. It's really like the script in this is really tight. Yeah. Cause you feel like you you feel like well. you just switched channel to like National Geographic for a little while. Uh, and I, I really like the authenticity of showing like the channel numbers flicking in the top left as it cuts to that scene. It, it deceives you. It It deceives I, you. It works though. It does. The movie also, makes I, it work. Yeah. Yeah, and again, with on the on the on the on talking about like juxtaposition. The, the weird way that the credits, um, like, start and then it kind of ghosts and you see, like, these doctors and nurses, like, it, it, it kind of, like, reminded me of, like, Shortland Street, right? Our New Zealand, like, TV show that we have here. Very famous. Everyone watches Shortland Street. It was very reminiscent of, like, that kind of look. Like, it looked like Shortland Street, which I thought was crazy for the 70s. Yeah, like with the music as well, like very reminiscent. Yeah. You got the ba da da ba da, but like yeah. it, but it's all in Japanese. It's like it's all Toho. Yeah, like, yeah. Ah, crazy! This it's movie, creative. it's it's insane. It is. It's a whole thing, but like, it's it's definitely one of the most unique films I think that Toho has ever made, and it's just a real shame that more people haven't seen it. I, I think. Yeah, we we're coming up to time, guys. So mm. if you could just give you like your final thoughts on the movie, and then just like the 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 famous like how many five stars out of five stars are, are you going to give Godzilla Saves Christmas? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go first if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. Um, so I think the only other movie I'd seen was it's not Angiris's Big Day Out. I think that was the the French. Uh, international title for it. Bar Mitzvah was the proper version. Angiris's Bar Mitzvah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the only one I'd seen in the past. And I, I, I just love how how deep that movie went into tackle. Um, like the deeper parts of Jewish culture that a lot of mm. us from the Western world don't really uh, see and know about. Um, and, and just like this movie, uh, 
that one did seem a, a little rough around the edges at times, but it came together in the end. And following up from that, no, I, I just feel like there was something really, really special and, and almost homemade uh, about this era of, of these Toho mm. movies. Um, it, it feels like they just threw everything at the wall and decided to see what stick. And I've got to give it to them. Like, I really appreciate seeing companies and uh, individuals who make these movies just just follow their heart and make what they want to make. And even if it can seem disjointed or, or like you said, Jasha, like it's made from stock footage all the time, uh, I think it has a real charm to it, a real charm that not many other movies I see nowadays have. Uh, and seeing seeing uh, Anguirus come at the end of this movie, uh, wearing his little Jewish cap in the end, come, f- come full circle. It, uh, it's nice having these connectedness between these movies. I'm going to give it, oh shoot, this is always the hardest part. I'm going to give it five Grinch hearts growing three sizes bigger out of five Grinch hearts growing three sizes bigger. Wow. Five out of five. There's no way. That's it. No, I. there's something special about this movie, man. Like huge, huge props to the team behind this. You guys are you guys are actually playing a joke on me because I I have found no how do you even watch Angiris's Bar Mitzvah and what what was it Giant Condor's Thanksgiving I yeah. I, I sent you guys no, the the reels I didn't get those reels I didn't did you not watch I, those No and I'm I still this is all over the place and this is such a mess and I love like the vibe of the whole thing it's fun it's charming it's wintry I love finally having like a christmas kaiju movie but it's so disjointed and it's so all over the place and i i you guys there's no way this is real there is no i yeah you guys are playing a prank are you this is dunking on the elves like that they're acting for the elves are you kidding me don't you they were stop motion, but like it seemed like their face was like kind of rotoscoped onto them at some points. And I could swear I made out your nose waffles. And well, that's what's. It's, uh, did Antonio crash the sleigh into Rodan for this? Like the, the, this is slander. This is slander. I'm giving. I'm giving it like, one out of five. Hearts oh, growing three smi- sizes what, too small. No. Oh. Shrinking, the heart's shrinking because I still. You guys are. I'm gonna. Actually, gonna the Grinch this. was the best performance of that movie. Like he the doesn't Grinch's belong. Performance was Oscar worthy. He doesn't belong, and I can get past Scrooge because it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Waffles, what did you think? I guess. Oh, well, like I guess I do have the advantage because I have seen this film in uh, in conjunction with all the rest of the holiday series and. Like I, I do think that uh, you know, Giant Condor's Thanksgiving is which you should watch. Like I, I'm fairly sure I send you the reels. I will, I will double check. Like that film is phenomenal. Like it goes places with just ah. I don't want to spoil it because people should go out and watch it for themselves. But like this film in in conjunction with that, like I can see like this film had potential. This film was was trying things. I will always give credits to an interesting film over a boring film any day. And I, I got to say, like, it was, I was umming and ahhing over, over my, uh, over my uh, rating for this. But I, I think I'm going to have to, oh, it's, it's five Grinchards growing three sizes no out of five. Like, yes. It <laughs> just, no way. it's a film that people should watch. I, I think it doesn't deserve less. It doesn't, and and so to to the Toho executives who I know will be listening to this, release the movie to a wider audiences. They will they will absolutely absolutely love it, and like yeah. just I, well, I I will like give an amnesty. Like if they give me amnesty, I will give them the reels back. But like they have to promise that it's going to get a wider release. Otherwise, I'm gonna. I know some guys. They can they can throw it up online, and people are going to watch it anyways. So either Toho can can release this officially or or you know it's going up online anyway so that's that's my deal so to yeah. anyone from Toho listening to this i want amnesty and a wider release otherwise you're I'm, gonna I'm gonna be su- back. 
I'm going to be surprised if this doesn't end up in a Criterion collection within the next year or so. <laughs> oh, it's got There's it. no way. There's no way you guys think this is better than the Rebirth of Mothra trilogy. <laughs> oh, Look, wow. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's better than the Rebirth of Mothra trilogy. You gave this five out of five Grinch hearts or whatever that, 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 is, that was. That is, that is tough words. But if, if the audience at home did want to listen to your thoughts on the, the Rebirth of Mothra trilogy, where would they, where would they go to check that out? Yeah, well, yeah, we, we, we just covered the Rebirth of Mothra trilogy. Rebirth of Mothra 3 is over on our podcast, Podzilla, where we actually cover Godzilla movies that are on Wikizilla and have documentation and people actually know about. So, yeah, you have Podzilla, I guess. Your whole thing is trying to find the little connections between these movies. This movie is the gel that holds the entire kaiju-verse together, and you're just because- throwing it to the wayside. This is made by some sort of random fan somewhere. I I refuse. This is like Godzilla or whatever those random edits are. This is I don't, I, I don't know. I don't Man. know. Did you like out waffles? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we gotta defend I gotta defend this movie without him. <laughs> I will say this the start of this movie, opening up on like the noir theme segment, having Dick Tracy in his old investigator's room, a uh, detective's room, smoking his pipe. Uh and then the reveal of him like throwing off the trench coat and fedora and being Godzilla. PI. It's ridiculous. We lost him. We lost Waffles. JC, you got to come up with a fantastic way to end this. <laughs> well, we'll get it back in. We're still <laughs> recording locally. Waffles. Waffles, come back. Waffles. He's idle on Discord. Hopefully he didn't get like a power cut. Everything just gone. That's why we record on Riverside. Yeah, but the thing is, I think it needs time to upload on Riverside. And I don't know. It says 99% uploaded for me. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Track not fully uploaded from Waffles, apparently. No, it could be lost. It could be lost. Fingers crossed. If it's just the internet went out, he'll still be around. Showing he's fully offline on Discord. Oh no. Oh. Well, I guess, um. No. I guess we should keep recording. Hey, Waffles. If you're listening to this, I stand by your Waffles. I think it's an amazing feat that you found this film. I know. This treasure film. Nah. It's funny that this is almost as long as our original. Podzilla episodes we used to go for 40 minutes. How did we even? Oh, 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 he's typing. Waffles is typing. Waffles. <laughs> what the internet? Oh, of course, local. Oh, awesome. Yeah, this, um, this online one's going to be a bit of a. A bit of a pass, I guess. Oh, well. Um, what should we do? Do you want us to wrap it up, Waffles? Um, I guess... I don't maybe think Waffles m- can hear us. Uh, he will be able to hear us in the future. Uh, I guess I talked a little bit about Podzilla. Do you want to maybe thank Waffles for inviting us on the show, Micah? And then he can do a kind of an outro from yeah, that. Yeah, maybe, yeah you've got this, to. Waffles. You've got this. No, I, honestly, Waffles, I'm with you here. I look. I for one want to th- really, really thank you for bringing us on, bringing us onto the podcast. Um, I feel like we've we've lived in your shadow for years now, but like you've you've created a little pedestal for us to come up here and and showcase what we can bring to the table. Um, and and for a movie as as underrated and underappreciated as this one, uh. 
this movie really needs to be thrown into the spotlight more. And, and the work that you've done uh, in trying to make this more accessible for everybody around I'm, the globe. I'm ending this freaking call. I'm closing down. This is ridiculous. I'm okay. See, this this doesn't exist. I don't know what kind of reality you guys are living in. What kind of lie you've come up with? This is a prank on me. It's not even April first. It's not even Christmas. Why are we covering a Christmas movie when it's not even Christmas? I I'm, I'm ending this call. I'll it's, see you guys later. It's 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 like the Jack Skellington Halloween movie. <sighs> Look, Nightmare Before Christmas. It joins holidays together. Sure, this movie's about Christmas. Sure, there are Halloween sections. Sure, it references Easter and all those other holidays. May I remind you that the G Day, the day that Godzilla and all the other kaijus fought, was September 8th, today's date. There is no better day to be doing this, Jasha. I'm gone, man. I logged off. I mean, it even showed the time and date in the bottom right of the screen throughout the entire film. Uh, it's a weird way to weird way to show the timestamps, but you know, it was a choice. Uh, I don't know why I'm defending this. This movie's great, guys. Give it a listen. <laughs> that was good. Hopefully, hopefully you can use some of that as an outro waffles. You'll be able to put it together. Um, this was fun. You got this. That was, that was really fun. Thanks. Honestly, thank you so much for inviting us onto this. Yeah. This has been good. Anytime. Yeah, this was a blast. I will catch up with both of you soon enough. All the best, Shasha. All the best, Waffles. I ended my recording. How do you end recording on Audacity? Riverside. Um, do this. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Hey, guys. You're checking out Podzilla, a bi-weekly podcast where we dive into each and every Godzilla film and watch through them all chronologically. And not just every Godzilla film, but any film that might be Godzilla adjacent or tie into the franchise in some weird or wonderful way, no matter how much of a stretch it may be to get there. Listen to us discuss each kaiju flick and even join in on the discussion by following and watching along with us. Anyway, I think that's pretty much it. I'm Jasha Drake. And I'm Micah Drake. And you're listening to Podzilla. Podzilla.